listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you could even call it a support group, for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own five tents, seven backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Sir Ranolf Fiennes, is, there is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. So let's let's hear the intro, Chase. Because you know it, right? The the song. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's it. That was like perfect. Yeah. Except that I don't think you hit any of the right notes, Chase. I'm sorry. I don't pride myself on my musical capability. This isn't the voice. No. Sorry, I'm. I'm putting Do you need this notes? Gar- Do you need notes? Because it's been a while. It has been a <laughs> yeah. while. I'm putting this what garbage away, and it's making a lot of noise. What do we talk about on this podcast again? <clears throat> Welcome to the Gear 30 Podcast, Woo-hoo! where we talk about outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. It's been a while. Q, yeah. is that Creed? Nailed it. Been a while. <laughs> 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 I get Creed and Nickelback mixed up, and I I, I hate uh, it, but I do that too. <laughs> I, I totally it. wish I didn't, because Creed's way, <laughs> way better. better. <clears throat> I guess. I mean, I guess they're <laughs> way better. I don't know. I didn't like either of them very much. Oh. Um. Anyway, yeah. Nineties rock band. Okay, so welcome back. We've been um, we've been coviding just like everybody else. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm over it. But uh, so we've, you know, at least where we're at, we're able to uh, congregate in in small group. We're actually socially distant here too, as we as we record. Uh, we're in groups of three. Yeah, you guys are looking at like about we're, five feet apart instead close. of instead of six. I'll but just, I'll lean this. There, there you go. go. There we go. Um, now, now but I've been I've noticed more people getting out. Yeah, I oh, mean yeah. the trails. Here in Ogden on Saturdays, Slam. out of control. Out of, and you went mountain biking during the week, and you told me it was oh, it's slammed bonkers. at five o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, even yeah, it's all go hours six thirty in the morning. Yeah, How's the valley doing? Uh, it's not. I mean, it's busy. <clears throat> it's busier for sure. North North Fork Park trails are are busy on a Saturday, but the rest of the week they're Is actually pretty hike, good. Hiking, hiking, mountain uh, be, biking. So the it's dry. Uh-huh. Uh, at North Fork Park, and yeah. so how far do you have to go up if you wanted to get a skin in? Uh, halfway up. Well, that's pretty far. Yeah, a couple okay. probably. Well, halfway up to Dead Tree. Have you noticed people <clears throat> heading so up there? So that's like a third of the way up the mountain. Um, I've seen some pictures on Facebook, but I haven't seen anybody actually in person. I I, I haven't been getting out that much the last few weeks. I've been putting in sprinklers. Oh, uh, that sucks. And working in my you yard. You and every other person in the world who I know went to it. Home Depot. Yeah. Well, I went to so Dirk's Plumbing, which is a kind of yeah. our mm, there you go our sprinkler oh. place. I went there. They said that they have been busier by far the last few weeks than they ever have in the history of their store. My wife, Crazy. and I can believe her because she's my wife. 
um, said good. that I've already mowed the lawn more times this year than I have all year last year. <laughs> Just gotta find and it's not even day. June. Yeah. It's the barely May because when I'm podcasting full time and working gear 30 full time, I would go home and on the weekends I would just edit and, and stuff and I'd be stressed out that I couldn't keep up. But, you know, I, I've only been working gear 30. Full t- it takes your full attention while you're trying to keep a store, a retail store alive when you're in COVID. Right. Um, so the podcasting has been curbed up until t- today. And um, yeah, so I'm like free on the weekends. <clears throat> like, Might as well mow my lawn. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I've been running. So yeah, I've, I've got four weeks in a row. I started at two miles two like one mile out, one mile back. And actually felt pretty good. Then three miles did not feel good. Four <laughs> miles felt terrible. And five mile five miles last Saturday felt fantastic. Awesome. Fantastic. And that's so I'm just doing the shoreline, twenty second street south. Mm-hmm. I do head up uh Taylor to that first bridge. Uh-huh. So there's a little bit of a bit of a climb. A little bit of, it's actually kind of steep right yeah. there. Mm-hmm. To the first bridge and then just to add some some vertical because it's really not a lot of it's uphill those all the way those first couple of miles but it's it's fairly gradual yeah um yeah so I, I that's the most consistent i think i've been in years i went back and looked at some of the, the last time i ran a 50k do you know i think it was 2013 that was seven years ago wow you know what was that the last time i ran a uh, an ultra as well no i did maybe a no you were my, after me you my, were like 15 i was or... like the next year i did the 100 and then the year after that i did a 50 with my wife but that's the last time i've done so i'm eyeballing the fall classic <laughs> antelope island 50k i'm hoping races will start getting on the calendar i mean if you go to ultra sign up it's a lot of them say they're still they haven't been canceled but i don't I don't know. I mean, that's the good thing about ultra running is I mean, you're not next to anybody. It's not a 5K in an urban setting. Right. It's a it's a mountain run. And Although somebody does have it, they they pass it a long hundred miles worth of you know aid station. You it, could one person could start in Logan, and by the next day they yeah. could have passed COVID. A hundred miles, miles to Bear Lake, and every, every single raccoon every within a hundred miles in between yeah. would have oh. COVID, and then they would they would foam at the mouth the and bite, bite your dog. I was thinking dog the, have... like you, Chase, like the aid station. If somebody worked <clears throat> an aid station and had it, that would be bad. Yeah, you'd have to you'd have to make sure those people were. I'm gonna at, at least at least maybe bandanaed up. There. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, but. you know I'm gonna try to try to keep any sort of. <clears throat> political or or uh opinions about this whole i really thing wish you wouldn't just let myself. it rip yeah, <laughs> all right that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i'm i'm just i'm kind of over it i'm you know i was well never, we're all over it that's i'm why. never i'm never was really like you know i i stayed at home but i i was social i moved up to the valley so i could up to liberty so your I could life social, didn't even change like so a social distance anyway like i was <laughs> i was sick of people so i <laughs> move my family <clears throat> and uh so yeah my life really hasn't changed i don't go out a whole lot but i'm just i'm uh i'm kind of over this whole economy 
everything shut down, all this stuff. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I think it's kind of silly. And races and everything else, like lives stopping completely. I think there's been some real positive benefits that have come from this. People I think being one of with the, their kids and that's, more. And, that's, I feel like our family unit is tighter now. Right. Like, and that's kind of a big deal. We that have is a, a huge We thing. have a teenager who should have graduated this year, and I've had to tell her, like, because she's, she's throwing the pity parties, and I'm like, Carly, do you know how you're the only one like this the year this age yeah. they're the only one when you you're 35 years old and you're on your job and you get a new employee and they're like hey, blah 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 yeah no did you graduate the year of COVID yeah yeah that was me too like you've got this thing in common with every single senior across like that nobody else ha- like I think it's cool yeah. she doesn't they don't see that right now they'll see that later but a teenager staying home in the family and we've become closer as because you know we didn't let her go out so right yeah i think guess what i did i got into puzzles (laughs) (laughs) COVID has truly changed me i completed my first puzzle on sunday how many pieces like a like a not not like a digital puzzle (laughs) or some sort of 24 24 pieces it was 750 pieces it was healthy oh wow that's pretty good I, I and my dad sat down and finished the last of it with me. It was a bonding experience that I haven't yeah. had in a while. Aww. So I feel you. Wow. But it was like my mom came down and said, "What is going on?" <laughs> so it's COVID is doing really weird things to all sorts of people. What was the scene? Oh, it was. The, you want to hear the story behind this? Yeah. So I really wanted to do a puzzle one night, and so me and a friend cruised down to Walmart right before they closed. We're going over towards the puzzle section. This is this cracks me up that you actually had to go buy one. Yeah. Normally, most houses have like no, we're not, thirty puzzles. We're not, a, we're not a puzzle family. I'm <laughs> yeah. telling you. We get to Walmart and we're like getting over towards the puzzles, and the lady's like, "There's no puzzles here." I was like, "Whoa! How do you even know we're looking for puzzles?" She's like, "Yeah, we've gone to Target, we've gone to Hobby Lobby, we've gone everywhere, and there's no puzzles." And we're like, "Oh, dang! Well, that's all we wanted was a puzzle." Yeah. Well around the corner and I see a lone puzzle just sitting on the shelf. The whole, all the shelves are empty except for one puzzle. And I'm just like, Oh, there's a puzzle right here. But I felt bad like taking it. Cause this couple had been there for like a lot longer before <laughs> us. So I just like told them there's a puzzle there and then left. And then we went back like five minutes later. Cause I was hoping they didn't take it. They didn't take it, but it was like abstract art. The weirdest puzzle It's super ugly, but I wanted to do a puzzle. So yeah. we did a puzzle and it was very difficult, but finished it. Nice. So before we went COVID, your your rehab was just starting? Or uh yeah, I think I had just I mean you I th- were you were a month into it, weren't you? No. Um wait, when COVID started or when we stopped podcasting? When we stopped podcast COVID when I, my very first week in physical therapy, the place I was going to was full fully functioning and by week two they had cut their staff in half and appointments oh, wow. were cut in half. So it was, I started like right around the, the breakout time. Okay. So, cause yeah, the last time we podcasted, I think you were in Hawaii or somewhere around that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you weren't, so now you're trail running and now you're mountain biking mm-hmm. and road biking, but mountain biking road seems road. like the most jarring. Yeah. On mountain biking. I was, uh, I mean, it, I don't think I probably should be mountain biking if I'm being completely honest. But my it feels really good and I feel strong. Um, after I get done mountain biking, there's no pain, there's no anything. I think the biggest thing is just the risk. If I were to fall mountain biking, it could be detrimental to my recovery. I've been taking it really easy and riding 
mellow stuff. Um, but yeah, I've been trail running and started mountain biking like last week and feeling good. I still have like not very much range of motion, but we're getting back there. And it used to be every all day, every day it was uncomfortable. It was just weird nerves were burning and pins and needles at all times. But now I can't even tell that anything's really wrong until I go to lift my arm up and I can't do it. But yeah. Yeah, it's been interesting doing this rehab thing during COVID because resources are limited, but we're getting there. Yep, interesting. Yeah, we've been, my wife's been getting out. She's been trail running more this year. Just a minute, I've got some droopy mic issues here. Oh, mic. <clears throat> I was going to turn that down, and still, I turned down Chase instead. It's <laughs> still kind of droopy. Um, so my wife has been trail running more and she's been loving that but i've been like working on our yard we've got an acre worth of worth of grass to put in although we're not doing an acre we're doing half an acre of grass but i've been putting in sprinklers and spreading topsoil and lots of different things it's been a lot of work did you make dandelion juice i hear that's all the rage these days oh yeah i've been doing that for 10 years (laughs) no idea is that a thing it's a thing really yeah Huh. Well, I don't have dandelions. I have other types of weeds. That's <laughs> what I've heard. That's why you moved to the valley. Right. That's yeah. <laughs> I have these other weeds. <laughs> so, um, anyway, yeah. So I've been doing sprinklers, and I haven't been, I haven't been hiking in like a month. Dude, the I, weather's perfect. I know. This is the hottest April. I, I need to go trail running. May, I, I need to remember. go mountain biking. I need to go hiking. Yeah. I need to do something. And I've been just working on sprinklers. Well, I've been, finally, I've been sort of active. So we can, in later podcasts, not this one, but I've, I got a new trail running vest mm-hmm. from Solomon that we can talk about. And then Dean, if you the shirt you're wearing, um, I don't know how long they've been making trail running shoes, but. Long, long time in Europe. In Europe. They've so had them here in the U.S. for maybe five years. Chase has some. Mm-hmm. And I picked up a pair. And the one thing that I think is interesting, like when you go into stores. So I tried this pair on in the stock room. And I thought, oh, my God, this is, t- this is terrible. Like, I don't. What are we doing? I would never buy this shoe. And then I told Chase, order me that shoe. <laughs> like at our cost because we can buy stuff at cost. Order me that shoe. I got to try this so that I can have something to talk about on these podcasts. And then I ran in it and it turns out I love it. And so the interesting thing to me was when you go into a store and you try. So same thing happened when I tried altars for the first time. I tried on altars. I'm like, these are clown shoes. I hate these shoes. And I went on a run and I went, I think it took me a couple, two or three runs. And finally I'm like, I love these shoes. I love these shoes. And I, had I just tried them on in a store and didn't go run in them, I would have, my opinion would have been, those are dumb shoes. It feels like you're wearing a clown shoe. So it's interesting how when you, the difference between trying them on, and how do you, that's why you listen to podcasts like this, because there's no, maybe a ski or a snowboard, somebody can rant and rave about it, but until you actually demo it and try it, because you can read the description of what it's supposed to do, but until you get it on, out in the field and working, I, I, I just feel, I'm just trying to say like, like use is important. Mm-hmm. And if you can find somebody who used it, because a lot of times in a store, it's really hard online, but if you're looking at stuff in a store, you just can't get the right 
feel for how it's going to perform in the field. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I I was kind of the same way with my um, DinaFit. I have the Alpine Pros and tried them on. This is what Chase does. He gets a shoe and then he brings in two different shoes that he doesn't even have into the shop for us to sell. We don't even sell the Alpine <laughs> Pro. I'm sorry. Um, that was, by the way, which that's the, his favorite shoe. It, yeah, it was. It was by the. That was like the reps doing. You know, he was like, "These are gonna be. These are gonna be better sellers." Um, Passing the buck. It's also, I think it's like a hundred and eighty dollar trail shoe. The Alpine oh, is Pro. Is it really? What the heck? It's is definitely, it Gore-Tex it's more or expensive. Or? No, but it's just one of their more. Uh, it's got a Vibram sole. That makes more, sense. Which uh, a tech built into it. What color is yours? I've got both the well, I've got the. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got the black and green, minute. the black and green, that one, that and one. I just bought a, that one right there. You love them so much, um, you have to have two pair. I wanted to start because I want them to last longer. So I want to be able to rotate between the two. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like them, especially for low mileage. If I'm going like under eight, under ten miles or something like that, I feel I haven't taken them over ten or twelve miles, but I have an I, I have a feeling that they. There's not enough protection and cushion underfoot to do a really long miles on them. So here's what I want to know, um, Greg, mm-hmm. Chase. I've got the Dina Fit Ultra 100, and we'll talk specifically on that one in a, in a separate podcast. What other, what, two, I need two more shoes to wear this spring, summer to demo with the Dina Fit so that we can talk about. So which other, Topo I'm, Mountain Racers. I really want to. Maybe that. I really want to try a lost sport. Yeah. That'd be good. And maybe the mountain racers. Um, or the new run venture. Yeah. I want to. So has Topo there. switched it up that much? Yeah. It's, it's yeah. back to like the same platform, <clears throat> original platform. So oh. good. Best, best trail shoes I've ever owned. Tie between the original Topo um, run, run ventures. And the Lone Peaks. And the original Lone Peaks from Ultra. Which the new Lone Peaks look pretty good. The fours, yeah, they probably do. <coughs> I don't know. The last, the last Lone Peaks, the last like three pairs of Lone Peaks I've had, I haven't liked. They're just too wide, too loose for my that's, foot. And that's kind of where I'm at too. I I like Ultra, but having run in Topo and now Dina Fit, I it just feels nice having a little bit more snug fit. Yeah, I I like it. Like I don't necessarily love a snug fit in the toes. Like I don't want pointy shoes. But I do like a snug fit through the instep, mm-hmm. and uh, and Topo gives that to me without being small and cramped in the toes. Altra gave that to me, but now it. I mean, I imagine I haven't tried some of their more recent shoes. Um, I haven't tried. I haven't run in the Timp. I haven't run in the more recent superiors. And Pe- so people are sold on the wide footbox now. We'll have people come into the shop looking for Altras. And because we, we have limited sizes on ultras, I'll, I'll show them at uh, Topo. And it's like, but they're not zero drop. They're like a three mil drop. And, and it's like, okay, well, let me try them. And they almost prefer the three mil. It just feels like a little more natural or something. Yeah. So um, I think the zero drop is less attractive today than, than the wide foot boxes. Everybody still really likes having that. Oh. Yeah, the that, wide wide toe box. Wide toe box. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Um, <clears throat> yeah, Topo's Topo's my go-to. These new Lost Sportiva Bushidos, I've only I've hiked in them once. 
I got a blister on my heel in them. <clears throat> but that's because um, previous to that hike, I had only been wearing either bogs <laughs> or slippers. <clears throat> Feet had so turned a little soft. I was, yeah, they had turned soft. So I was like working out in the yard in the snow and the mud. Or I was wearing slippers inside the house. I wasn't. I didn't wear anything else. So I hadn't well, worn look normal shoes. What happens shoes. to you over like four to six weeks? I know. And I yeah. So my feet had turned soft. I went on a hike with them. First time I had worn them on anything uphill, on anything more than like walking from the car to a house or something like that. And I got a blister on on the hill. Actually, on both heels of my feet. But then, I. I but I've been wearing them almost every day every other day what socks did you have on uh darn tufts when you got the blister you had darn tufts yeah i've been running in those labents labents and i thought i'd put a hole in through the toe after one run but i think it was just pulled tight and thin so i could see my toenail because there's still not a hole yet but it was it's probably so but i actually really like them but what i really like about the labents is the length because it's like a a weird like a three-quarter length yeah it's not long but it's not sh- yeah it's a weird uh, when i like that for trail running mm-hmm. it's it's i don't know why yeah but i haven't i haven't had a uh blister yeah so that's good <clears throat> yeah so but i've been wearing these bushitos um around just trying to get my feet used to them i've intentionally been trying to wear shoes more um this and is a big step. Yeah, it's a, it is a big step. Yeah, I, I don't wear slippers everywhere now. Um, and I think my feet are getting used to I'm just happy you got pants on today. Just, yeah. yeah. Like, Last podcast. You're lucky. I almost, I almost didn't. But <laughs> no, um, I, but I anyway, my feet are getting used to it. And now I think I can probably go on a trail run and be fine with these shoes. I don't think I'll have an issue. I don't think I would have had an issue if I had been wearing shoes and pants this whole time. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the same every summer. Cause I usually wear like Chacos, Birkenstocks, flip flops, or Sinooks over the summer, and then I go to put my ski boots on. I'm like, oh my gosh! <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I just start actually That's wearing funny. like tighter Brutal. shoes. Yeah, <laughs> that reminds me. And plus, the the I have a Bigfoot tour sign in the camper here. Um, my favorite commercial is that um, is it Progressive uh, Insurance, and she's talking to to Bigfoot, and he's like, I don't know, maybe just. Deep down inside, I wanted to be seen. And he shows him sitting next to the lake, waving to the boat that drives by, and nobody cares, right? Like, like and she's like, "Well, something, 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 Bigfoot." And he's like, "Bigfoot? Is that what they call me? My name is Daryl." Like, <laughs> and I don't know why it's so funny, but I freaking it cracks me up. Of course, it's Daryl. My name is Daryl. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. So, what? Um, what are you looking forward? I want to know what you're looking for as we exit out of being on lockdown. State parks are now back open, and well, some keep getting sh- some get shut down randomly <laughs> because of there's too many people going to certain parks. But national, a lot of national parks are closed. Yellowstone's closed. Still, my prediction is better um, be open by by the end of the month because well, we, we're going whether they are open or not. We were planning on doing the Grand Canyon rim to rim June twenty. Was like the twenty something. And they we sent they sent an email out and said that they're not going to be open. Mm. Maybe it was maybe it was the first week in June. I can't remember when we were supposed to go. So Zantara, who runs the the food bev whatever inside the park there in Yellowstone, I don't know how many parks they have the contracts for. They released their 
work schedule for the summer and it's basically i mean it's super limited so um and then i you know the park shut down and my prediction is and i'm assuming a lot of people probably think the same thing so this isn't anything special it's not a hard conclusion to come to but it's when when you know business a business b starts making money uh, national park a like zion's open starts making money and it is what it is uh, case counts are what they are but the news it's just not as uh, the the news is going to post the case counts and just it's just not isn't going to get the clicks because we're used to it now and it's like it is what it is we're just going to live our lives and as soon as businesses and and even politicians and, and state parks see that the loss of revenue for their their the, whatever they're in charge of it's like what the hell are we doing right <laughs> like yeah. uh so all right, i gotta open up my restaurant i got we gotta open up the park because everybody's going to these other parks and we didn't open yellowstone or whatever we gotta op- we gotta open it up like so that's the first thing that's what's thing to gonna me happen is like you know i base facebook the place with all the all you know the sarcastic wisdom in the world um a place has been hell (laughs) recently (laughs) it really has yeah no matter what i mean it's i just can we just post the cat pictures (laughs) (laughs) some funny funny memes yeah Yeah. so um somebody somebody did a post though about um they made a comment if if politicians um, weren't getting paid just like the rest of us, then just think how fast business would get back to normal. Oh, we need to open right back over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and you know, there might be some truth to that. But but uh, somebody said something about, you know, with the here in Utah, we're starting to get back to normal. We're taking slow, small steps back to normal. Which I think is appropriate. Which is fine, except mm-hmm. that, you know, when restaurants – open back up but they can only open up to 25 percent normal capacity or whatever there's no way they're making a profit no no but that's see that's the thing is it's going to be you've got to start there you got to start somewhere you do that for a week or two it's better than not being open at all and then they're going to be like you know what let's bump it up and then they'll go to 50 and then they're like check and they do that and then and then within a month everything's going to be like probably i mean as open as much as possible i think i think the distancing is going to be another yeah, I was gonna, six months or so say, until they, we get the <clears throat> drugs if, and if vaccines. They, yeah, if they, um, I don't know, if they went by like, <clears throat> hey, let's open a little bit and see how it goes, and then let's open a little bit more and see how it goes. But they've kind of got dates on things like, hey, we're going to open this much, and then on this date, six weeks later, or four weeks later, we're going to open this much more and stuff. It's like, ah, I bet that's too That part's kind of hard. Than- the, yeah, because it's. Well, and I think eventually people are just going to do like, how are you going to stop everybody? Yeah, if I everybody, I think people are already starting to do whatever they Yeah, And do. I think about the now bars are different. These social situation, like concerts, that's different. Like that's going to be almost a, I don't know how you, I don't know how you do some of these things like live sporting events, but a lot of restaurants, like I don't want to be six foot next to the people anyway. Like I, a lot of the <laughs> tables are spread out that far. Yeah, and it I was like, like I like this social distancing. Yeah, I want my table by myself. Like, (laughs) I'm not. I think places like maybe like a Denny's or something where they kind of try and cram everybody in there. It's like, okay, that's a little too. Some of those back-to-back bench situations. I'm like, that's a little too tight. But a lot of, if you go to a, like a lot of local restaurants, they purposely put their seating to where it's, you know, you're not not right on top of each other. Right. Which is 
so then so that they're supposed to live by the same rules as a restaurant where they're packed in you know like i don't i don't see that's where it doesn't make it doesn't make sense for everybody to live under the same rules yeah i heard i heard from someone i i don't even remember where this was from so i don't know how legit this information is but it sounds sounds good anyway internet that apparently like restaurants <clears throat> they they they'll lose money during the week, but it's the weekends that where they're just completely packed full and have waiting lines and stuff where they catch up and make a profit. Oh, that makes sense. Think like a cheesecake factory. Yeah, <laughs> right. And so this place is really good. <laughs> <laughs> so that makes sense. Like, you know, if they're if they're losing money all week long because they're slow, they're not packed to capacity. But then on the weekend, they finally you know make enough money to break even and and a little bit more but they can't do that anymore than all these restaurants that are open. They're losing money each week. And how long can that last? I'm not a gambler. I don't, it just never appealed to me. I don't like losing money. It's not a religious thing. I just suck at gambling. And, and I've been to Vegas multiple, multiple times. Um, and I, and I like sitting at the tables more than, more than like pulling the slot machines or whatever. I can sit at a blackjack table for an hour, come out even get free drinks or whatever. And I'm totally cool with that. But they're trying to open these casinos, and I'm like, how the hell are you going to – at a 25% capacity and then right. a 50% capacity? And I'm like, still, it's, it's still randos touching slot machine, pulling the handles and right. doing these things. Like, how are you going to – and they're like, well, we're going to have half, half the people around the blackjack table. I'm like, yeah, but you're still touching all the same stuff. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It is what it is. Like, I don't know how you – I don't know. Good luck to Vegas. So yeah. they, they lost billions. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. When your economy mm-hmm. is built around casinos, and casinos close down, <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's yeah, going to be brutal. detrimental. But I'm excited to get back out into like the Uintas and go camping and backpacking and not be and not feel like I'm being shamed. You know, if somebody sees me, because so that that'd be nice. Um, it, I've been very impressed with how how uh courteous and and friendly people have been on the local trails um this last run on saturday there was an uh two ladies they had they had hiking sticks and they were you could obviously tell they were they were older um in great shape as they were as for how old they were and they were hiking and there were some runners coming towards them and i was off to the side of the trail because I had stopped to take a photo because that's how I trail run. I stop often and take photos. And they, I could hear these two elderly ladies yelling at the couple coming up, just let us pass, just let us pass through, just let us pass through. They wanted plenty of space, you know, and that's, and that's the thing is if you're on the trail and you see people, someone who is, who, who lives maybe in that, that comorbidity zone, you know, over than 60 or is 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 obviously overweight and you and they've more easier if they're wearing a mask then you know all right these people are concerned about about this then make room like pull over um i only had a couple of mountain bikers try and run me off the trail and mm-hmm. but for the most part most of the mountain biking community is very considerate i mean and the shoreline's a freaking i-15 of, of trails right now like it's slammed with trail runners and mm-hmm. and and hikers walkers runners are pretty pretty good at getting over for each other um it's the bikers that those you, stupid mountain bikers you, they, well they go so you fast yes. you can they can whip around a corner and it's but i always i mean there's rules they're supposed to stop for hikers or runners 
I stop for them every time. I get a rest. I get like, dude, you're going, you're cranking up this. Why am I going to make you get off your bike? Like, <laughs> yeah. give me a break. So, yeah, I'm trying to be courteous, and that's how I do. And then it, that's why it pisses me off when they're not courteous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but uh, most I've, of them are. I've like, so I do most of my time on the trails now is on the mountain bike. Um, I still obviously do quite a bit of trail running, but I just, I love mountain biking. Um, and it's interesting when I noticed this yesterday, I was riding in Mueller park in Bountiful and I would, I would often be the one getting off and like letting someone pass me because it gives me a break, you know? Yeah. And so many times people are like, Oh wow. Thank you. I'm like, what is it? Like, (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like, I'm just letting you pass, you know, but it made me think like there's some real, tools out there <laughs> i feel like they just run people off and then there's the 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 all famous like oh do it for strava you know and people are just flying past families with kids because they want to get that that strava segment i'm like well, well that's we're just, we're well just, yeah we're just here to have a good time like, I'm not even on i mean strava. that's forgivable i think <laughs> i'm just kidding if your shirt says doing strava it either. for strava does that mean it's okay to yeah, just run small so. children over yeah okay but i just think it's ridiculous that some like who, if you fly past do you get family, like are they going to be ultra gold impressed? medals for str- like do you win things do you can you make a living if you've got like enough no. things on strava no. it's just, just about being it's cool just cool just about being cool yeah. bragging rights i mean it's fun it's i like it in the sense that like it pushes yourself it's a personal little like motivator you i'm know? only making fun because i'm not on it if yeah. i was on it i'd probably feel just like i was other people <laughs> yeah but yeah. i did Excuse me, I I invested in this little bell that you put on your bike, and if you're okay, biker, dudes, I'm sure you've seen it. The people who wear or who have the bells on their bikes, that's amazing. I love them. Yeah, well, but I so wear you the, love me. Yeah, Thank I you. love you. I have the the headphones that are in your ear, so I can hear mm-hmm. my music plus the bells, and I love it so that much. That bell has been a game changer for me, and it's I just right in the shoreline during yeah. COVID nineteen, like it's so busy. And start going around the corner, you just start dinging the bell. Well, it's just like it's always, I, I can turn it on and off. So I just, when Did, I'm on the shoreline, it's just in the on position. Yeah. So just always ringing. Oh. And then I can shut it off if I want to. Does yours have rattlesnake mode? Um, yeah. Because yeah. I, if you pay extra, you can get one that has rattlesnake. It just sounds like a rattlesnake t- the whole time. <laughs> people, Everybody people gets move. off the trail. Yeah. They, they don't get. even care. <laughs> that, that's genius. <laughs> So what is this? Ugh. What is this bell that you can just turn on? And so off? it's just it goes on the handlebar, and there's like a little switch. And if you push the switch up, I think it it snugs the um, little ball all the way up against the top of the bell, so it doesn't it doesn't you can't hear it at all. It's just there's no there's no ringy dingy ringy dingy. And then you put it in ringy dingy mode, and it just you goes drop, all the time. You drop the thing it, down, it and just, it just goes all the time because <laughs> you're hitting the bumps because you're hitting stuff. bumps and stuff. Okay, so I was thinking somehow it's like this digital oh, bell no. that would ding battery operated or whatever and you turn no. it on or turn it off so it's just always just like vi- and then there's times where the the trail is like not very rocky and smooth and you just do a little a uh, little bell wiggle and they just wiggle your handlebars a little bit and people <laughs> well, they jump right off you so do the bell wiggle right into a tree exactly no you, you, it's nice and you you've got you've things. got the bell wiggle down. I've got the bell wiggle down, but yeah, I it's one of those. If it's a gear podcast, right? I'll put a little plug in. If you're a mountain biker, mountain bike bell, just get one. If you're going to be on the shoreline, I think I think some people in the community, the mountain bike community, are kind of like, oh, I don't I don't want to do that. I don't want a bell on my bike. 
but having, as a trail runner it i love it when the mountain bikers have them on mm-hmm. and i I've, can hear them i do both right and as a trail runner as well it's nice to hear that uh, you can hear it from a ways away it's not like this biker's also yelling at you like i'm coming back or i'm on your left and you're trying to scramble so many times i'd be like i'm on your left and they jump to the left and like oh wait, let's, uh, yeah. uh, which way do i go but yeah anyways simple little cheap purchase that has saved a lot of it's just made mountain biking a lot well, more enjoyable it's good to be back um let's wrap this one but we we made it through the lockdown lockdown number one who knows if they're gonna lock us down again yeah i mean if so. bill if bill gates has his way or maybe a better way is to he say gonna that. make money off this is that because he's uh, he's oh, hurting he's, dude yeah he's, he's like dude no, he's amazon's hurting. crushing i gotta do something he's hurting no yeah. he's he's uh I like to test Never the guy. Mind. He's I'm a little gonna, feisty. I'm going to keep. He tweets himself. He, he tweet. This is what happened. This is why I'm not on Twitter, because if I tweeted, I would lose my billions, too. You know? <laughs> yeah. Because, so, you know, the Tesla guy tweets and he's like, oh, so and so. He just lost. What's his name? Elon Musk. Yeah. He's like, he just lost three billion dollars today after his tweet or whatever. <laughs> I'm like, good <laughs> Lord. Can I lose three billion after a tweet? Yeah. <laughs> that would can be, i make like it would be nice dollars after a tweet? <laughs> it would be nice to be in that situation where oh man one one tweet and bad taste loses you three billion yeah 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 like, uh, i still got 12 <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah i don't know there's a lot of people out there that says oh this is just you know part one part two's on its way it's coming and there's a lot of people that you know what we're we got it now though because now we know how to do it. We're ha- we now know, now we know that. Now, just that like in the Princess Bride, like idea. you probably shouldn't go into what's the forest, the fire the, swamp. The fire swamp. <laughs> but once you know how to avoid the quicksand and the R-O-U-S's. spontaneous fire and All the right. ROUSs, you come out the other side, and then you like, we, we can, can live in there quite comfortably <laughs> right. for some time. So <laughs> right. go ahead, try and lock us down. We know how to do this now. Yeah. 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 No, I think if they, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. But I think that this is going to be a good summer, and uh, I just hope they open Yellowstone. <laughs> yeah. Because I was, we were going to take our kids to Yellowstone this at the end of the month. No, you've been talking about it for a I year. Know. Oh, man. We were, we were excited. Mm-hmm. Our kids, we've been watching Yellowstone documentaries on Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Just pop uh, it to the fall. Yeah, we want to see the babies. We want you know to see what, the bears though? and all that stuff. But the fall would the be cool. The cool with the thing rut. about, just real quick before we wrap here. The cool thing about um, this summer, when they open, there's no tour buses. No tour buses this summer? No. Well, because there's flights no, are... There's no, there's no tour buses. All the tour buses are Chinese tour buses. <laughs> <laughs> they are. Yeah. I mean, they are. Right. So, um, and they're not coming to the United States right now. Uh, weird, but they're not. Yeah. So... so um, but they're not so allowed in the park. The tour buses are not allowed in the park. Okay. Uh, for when but they when they of, reopen. But all of this. the people that that come on the tour. But that's buses, a the big thou- deal because when you people. go to um, uh, one of the hot pots that are semi-famous. I mean, any Grand of Prison any of the ones that have a a bus parking lot there, which is quite a few of them, and you go if you go at the wrong time. You gotta wait to go to the bathroom. You gotta like on the on the walkway. There's just all these people, and it can be. Um, there, I mean, there are people who are they don't live here and they're not familiar with the territory. They don't know how to read the signs, or they're elder. There's lots of elderly people who take the bus tours, right? And so they're slower, and 
and as a young healthy fit couple it's i don't really i don't it really it's fine i'm pretty patient with all of them it's not a big deal we just avoid them if if the whole park parking lot is full but if you're on the little boardwalks or something you can be sitting there like okay i need you to move before i can get around you know i'm like we've seen this let's move let's move along and that can kind of get old but you won't have that this summer and that yeah. hasn't been like that for a long time yeah like th- those things just won't even be there as far those things meaning people with in buses with buses the sites the sightseeing buses and there's a lot of sightseeing buses in yellowstone, yellowstone. yeah right. i don't know zion, about arches the zions have them i've been to zion. arches for sure yeah um so yeah it'll be nice to i think i, I hear a lot of them will they fly into vegas find one of the airports and they'll hit like the utah parks and have to yellowstone like oh, the national yeah. park tour or whatever so mm-hmm. bad news is like um so if you go into west yellowstone the hotels and the grocery stores in the summer are those those same groups so the people who ride the buses and stuff are staying in the hotels and lodges and they're shopping at the grocery store so those businesses are losing so much money mm-hmm. right and 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 they're only operating Families four months aren't a year. Spending like they, you know, it's just they're not going to make up for it. They're not right. filling all that up. But yeah. yeah. Anyway. All right. Cool. All right. Well, let's wrap this up. So uh, done. Yeah. Thanks for joining done. us for the podcast today. We back. We're back. <laughs> we back. Yep. Um. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll get into the gear stuff in the coming episodes. Um, we're just just kind of getting back into we're getting it, getting warmed up, getting warmed up. Yeah. yeah. So. Thanks for joining us. Um, you can follow Gear 30 on Instagram at gear underscore three zero. Like us on Facebook and check out our new website. New within the last four weeks. Yeah. Thanks for mentioning um, that. Yeah. Gear 30.com. It's spelled out G E A R T H I R T Y.com. So it's a new website. It doesn't look significantly different than our old website, but it's so much easier to use. Um, search engines much better. The, I mean, the layout's easier to use. It's just a better the checkout process is easier. The checkout process is easier. Yeah. So, I mean, go try, go buy a Hilleberg and check out our, our checkout process. You'll like it. It happens. And you'll love the Hilleberg. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, thanks for joining us. We'll see you on the next episode. See you out there. Thank you.